My name is Josie. And my name is Claire. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Cashew Project. Please keep in mind throughout this podcast that these views are simply our personal perspectives. Okay, so today we will be discussing springtime holidays within Judaism and Catholicism. Um, specifically more focusing on Easter and Passover and what leads up to those holidays and what comes after and how they compare. Mm-hmm. So right now we are in the season. <laughs> yes, we are in the season of Lent, which lasts for 40 days. And um, so I guess I'll just start off with um, what leads up to Easter and then I'll talk a little bit about Easter and then we can go into talking about Passover. So, um, fun fact, the color of Lent is purple. It lasts for 40 days, um, and it begins on Ash Wednesday, which happened this past Wednesday. Yes, it You went did. to the school mass. I did go to the school yes. mass. And that is just always so interesting to see. It definitely points out that I am the Jew at the school. True. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I always just... That service to me is so interesting because one of our theology teachers, Miss Green, kind of started to explain it to me how it's like the burned palms from last year. So can you kind of explain that? It's burned palms. So basically, um, I want to say that it's either before or during Lent. I know at my grade school, we would gather around this bonfire sort of thing and we would bring palms out. We would have this procession out in to the outside of the church and we would burn the palms and it's kind of almost a ceremony and so the eighth graders would do that so so we kind of do something like that with like burning of substance basically in Mm -hmm. over passover you can't eat chametz which basically is like leavened bread basically do you know what i mean by that yeah no i get what you mean and there's this huge thing a couple days before Passover where you clear all the leavened bread out of your house and you just burn everything. Really? Like in a bonfire. I did not So know I that. just think that's interesting, the whole yeah, burning so, of the substance. Yeah, you burn the palms and then basically on Ash Wednesday, you will go before a priest and um, um, lay people of the church and they will place ashes on your forehead in the, the sign of the cross and so that's why you'll see, like, a black mark on someone's forehead. Yeah. It's the cross. And as they do that, they say something along the lines of, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Which means? It's kind of like almost a circle of life thing. It's celebrating life and the fact. That you are um, dust. Yeah, and to dust <laughs> you shall return. <laughs> um, but then um, the Sunday before Easter is Palm Sunday, And that is remembering Jesus coming into Jerusalem. And so uh, the way that people celebrated him coming in was um, by honoring him and they waved palms at him. Yeah, they laid down the palms. And so that's why it's called Palm Sunday. And it is, yeah, the Sunday before Easter. So that's a big thing. Um, And that should be coming around. Lent at this point has started. Lent starts on Ash Wednesday, and okay. then it continues for 40 days. Okay. So basically, Lent continues until what is called the Easter Triduum, the Holy Triduum, and it's made up of three days right before Easter. So the first day, you have Holy Thursday, 
which celebrates the Last Supper, the last time they celebrated the Passover meal, which yes. now we can talk about So a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. so Jesus was a Jew. He was a rabbi, <laughs> and uh, the, 12 yeah, disciples, the 12 disciples... the 12 disciples were his students, basically. And so, from what I understand, and yeah. their last meal together was actually a Passover Seder. What so what did he do at the last supper that is so So basically what um Jesus did was um it's what my dad called today when I had a talk with him about it the institution of the Eucharist so it was the first time he said you know take this bread this is my body and my blood and eat it so and yeah Jesus I think one of the reasons why when you guys do the Eucharist, you know how it's like a cracker kind of before you bless it? Sure. Like it's an unleavened It is an unleavened of, piece of bread, yeah. Yes. And that's because I think, I'm assuming, that at the Passover Seder, Jesus didn't use bread. He used matzah. Do you know what matzah is? I do know what matzah is, and it's unleavened bread, correct? It, yeah, yeah, it's okay. literally basically just a cracker. I think I've had matzah before because I have been to, like, a Passover Seder yeah. meal. I Hopefully. don't remember much of it. It was a long time ago, and I believe I did eat it with something. Yeah, I, matzah by itself. <laughs> no bueno. I've heard but, it's not too good, yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure... So I just think... Mm-hmm. That little detail is interesting because I feel like a lot of people who don't know what matzah is would assume Jesus literally just held up a piece of bread and was like, this is my body. Which will be given up to you. Yeah, yeah. but because it says bread, like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't bread. It was like, this is my matzah that I will <laughs> This is my matzah, which will be given um, up to you. Yeah. And then with the wine, yeah. see, that's another thing I find interesting. So during the service, there are four cups of wine. It's called a Seder, the Passover Seder. Yeah. And it's a long, long deal. <laughs> and the cups of wine basically are supposed to usher you through the events of the Seder. Okay. So you start with the first cup, which is the Kiddush, which is like you say the Kiddush prayer, you, you know, bless the wine, and you kind of o- opening up the Seder, basically. Mm-hmm. And okay. the second cup is the recounting of Exodus. Because yeah. a huge part of Passover is telling the story of the liberation from Egypt, which is just the of Exodus course. story. Yeah. Yeah. And so the second cup is kind of when you start to tell that story because that's like the that main it, part of the Seder. Yeah. And the third cup is the Birkat Hamazon, which is the prayer you say after you eat. And then okay. the fourth cup is the Hallel, which is the end of the Seder. There's usually a cup left for the prophet Elijah. Do you know who that yes. is? Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm, thinking, which cup of wine did Jesus use? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know I if would, I've ever been taught that, what cup he used. Because, I mean, as a rabbi, I would think he wouldn't mess with the four cups, right? He wouldn't use one of those for himself. I assume not. So yeah. I would think he would use the cup of Elijah, because sometimes that's like a traditional thing. Sometimes people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that is a good question, because I don't know if I've ever heard that come up. Again, I haven't known much about judaism until basically i met you so yeah so whenever whenever people because i know last supper is Mm -hmm. passover seder so i always just think like what cup did jesus use (laughs) to declare that 
it was his blood. Mm-hmm. Because and an, an important thing to note is that Catholics specifically believe that the body and blood, like the Eucharist you receive in Mass, is actually Jesus's body and blood. It's not symbolic. It is his actual flesh and blood that you are taking in. And as my theology teacher said last year, taking in the Eucharist is like taking in the order of the universe. Like you're taking in all that is good. Hmm. Yeah. So that's just something I think important to note, especially when you're talking about the Eucharist, that we believe it's actually Jesus's body and blood. When I think of the Last Supper, I like to think of it chronologically because he had to go through he did this whole Seder. Like, he yeah, definitely... Yeah, no, he had to go through... Which can sometimes, especially if he was a religious person, last hours. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is a long time. And it, I mean, it's my favorite holiday. Because it's yeah. really it's really a community holiday. And, yeah. Um, and that's why... So, I'm, I would think that, like, so all this... Yeah. All this, like, Jesus making the proclamation of his body and blood... It's like, so when, important. When did that happen? Is what I'm thinking during the Seder. Like, did it happen after they completed everything? Or, because I just, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know when he would kind of insert that when in there. When he would there. put that in, <laughs> Kind of yeah. just put it in there. Um, again, I really. I mean, does it say. I don't know. Like, after the supper, he did this, or. It does. You, you saying after, like, after the supper does kind of ring a bell in my head about the fact that maybe it was um but i don't know if i have anything else to expand off of that because because the very last part of the seder Mm -hmm. which was often my favorite part is you kind of just sing a lot of songs about passover i mean it's a very like it's rooted in something deeper of this is a time when we remember how we were slaves in egypt and how we've overcome that and like it's an intense, probably very spiritual it's, it's a, thing. It's yeah. a very intense holiday, at uh-huh. least in my mind. And I there's a yeah. lot of, like, representation of Exodus and that story. And I've just always found that so fascinating that Jesus, number one, chose Passover. I think, from my perspective, like the Jesus, like, Jewish and Catholic perspective that he kind of has, this is a holiday of liberation, Right. This is when Mm -hmm. the Jews were finally free to be the people of God, which is when we come to Shavuot. But that said, something we'll talk about in a second. Okay. And the body and blood of Jesus freed those who chose to be Christian from their sins. Because the whole point, which I guess we can get to later when you talk about the passion of Christ, but the reason Jesus died on the cross was to free us from sin. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we believe. That's why it's so important is because because yeah. it was the first time like, he said, take this with you. And it's so symbolic and just so important. Like he chose overall one of the most intense holidays of slavery and freedom mm-hmm. to announce that he was going to save his followers. Yes. Yeah. And I... I think that's interesting. and Yeah, it is. So following, like I said, that we're going through the Easter Triduum here. So following Good, Holy Thursday is Good Friday. And this that is a day to not so much celebrate, but remember um, the crucifixion 
or what Catholics know it as, the Passion of Christ. Oh, so the crucifixion happened the next day. Mm-hmm. It had, like, Passover and then the crucifixion, like, within yeah, 24 that's hours. that's it, because it was his last meal. Oh. That's, that was... That's the whole stress oh. on that. So, like, he was condemned to death, right, by Pontius Pilate. So, here, mm-hmm. that's when... So, during a Good Friday Mass, you go through all the stations of the cross. I believe there are 14 or 15, kind of depending on what how you go through it. And my dad made a note. He said that it's technically not a mass because no Eucharist is given. So it's more just a service. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during the service, you go through all of the stations. You list them. You walk through it. And it's a very... I would maybe describe it as somber. It's a very intense uh, service uh, or celebration, I guess. Um, and then... After that, you go to the Easter Vigil, which is post-Good Friday, so it's that Saturday night, and it's a service held after nightfall that celebrates the resurrection of Jesus, and uh, basically, it's kind of like your conclusion paragraph of an essay. It sums up everything that you've gone over the past two days, so it sums up everything that happened on Holy Thursday, and specifically Good Friday. So it sums up the entirety of um, Jesus' story. And then you walk back through the Passion. The Easter Vigil, I just want to make this note, like personally, it's my favorite Mass out of the whole year. It's just, it's so pretty, especially the way that my church does it, because you all start outside, you get a candle lit, and then you proceed in. And it's it's just very beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat service. And... I mean, it lasts so long, but it's because you go through all these readings and you tell the stories. Like, you're telling that background. You're summarizing everything. And so, that's why it's so long. Yeah, and I I mean, I know I've pointed this out a couple times. I just think it's so interesting that, like, the two most emotionally intense and, like, community-building holidays... I mean, at least Passover, in my opinion, is. Yeah. It's... It's the prime time to be Catholic. Easter is, I'd probably say, the biggest holiday yeah, within the A lot of faith. people yeah. would assume, like, oh, Hanukkah and Christmas. But those two are just so commercialized, I feel like it doesn't. It is. No, they lose their meaning. Yeah. And I I guess you don't really realize that until, you know, you reflect yeah. on it. You sit back and Where, then you think of the importance of each of them. There's just something about Easter that's such a big deal. It's yeah. so... It's so important in the faith. And then kind of like like in the Seder, we go mm-hmm. through... The Seder is built to go through the story of Exodus. And we have, like I said, so many things that represent the story and keep you like following along. Like yeah. you're supposed to... We have this thing called the four questions. Oh, okay. And it's basically like... Which means, why is this night different from other nights? And it goes through four questions based off of that, yeah. which is like, why do we eat matzah? Why do we eat bitter herbs? Why do we dip twice? And why do we recline? And okay. it's just all these things that like bring you so in depth into the holiday, mm-hmm. which Passover is technically seven days. And I've always practiced having two seders the first two nights. I've never really done anything the other days, but mm-hmm. um, just how everything is so like here is the story, here is, like, how in-depth it is. This is your community and this is your past, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
No, I get what you're saying. Like, I guess I'm seeing a lot more parallels between the two now that we're talking about this, of course, you know, how that works. Um, But, yeah, I think that why they're so intense is because, uh, you know, especially for Passover, you're walking through, like, back through that exodus, like, that history of the Jewish people gaining their freedom from slavery and all that they went through. And then, especially with Good Friday, you're literally walking through Jesus' death everything leading up to it yeah and yeah it's just and that's what makes it so intense and so i guess maybe powerful Mm -hmm. in a sense and why they make such like a big impact on the two faiths when they happen is because so it's all that history ash wednesday Mm -hmm. have like a place in history like why is it 40 days before okay so it's 40 days because jesus um spent 40 days fasting in the desert and it was kind of to find God in a sense. And so what Lent does is it recognizes that. It recognizes Jesus' fasting and everything. And I know I had one of my theology teachers last year who fasted all 40 days of Lent. And so oh, usually, so there's a how? thing called like Fat Tuesday or yeah, whatever, I'm which aware. is, yeah, the day before Lent starts. And so on Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, you're supposed to fast. But, like, the whole idea is that on Tuesday, you just feed yourself whatever, and then you fast. Okay, I want to pick on something specific that you said, which was finding God. Because Uh that kind of leads me, segues me into Svirat HaOmer, which is the counting of the Omer. Which, I'll explain that. An Omer is basically a unit of measurement. It's about 3.64 liters. And it's a measurement of barley they would use to sacrifice at the temple. And they would sacrifice that, they would sacrifice that every single day for 49 days leading up to Shavuot. But um, Shavuot is the anniversary of when God gave us the Torah and recognized us as his people. Okay. So I, I mean, I just feel like I wanted to compare like the counting of Lent leading Mm -hmm. up to Easter versus Svirat HaOmer, which is the counting from Passover to Shavuot and... I think specifically finding God is the parallel because, yeah. you know, Jesus spent that time to find God. And while a part of Svirat HaOmer is the harvest, um, mm-hmm. it's basically leading up to when God and the Jewish people connect for the first time. Because God, oh, but that was like the first time like God said, you are my chosen people and I will give you the Torah. Okay. That's really interesting. So now should I proceed to Easter Sunday? Oh, yes. Let's head to Easter. So this is um, the final day. This is after the Easter Triduum. And so it's Easter Sunday, which is the day, I guess, that gets most recognized. And it is specifically celebrating the resurrection of Jesus when he resurrected body and soul into heaven. Yeah. It's just, it's a really big holiday i can see so many pictures in my head of him coming out of the tomb and of angels by his side and um just everything um and also and that's a celebration there's no negative connotation no it's a celebration i mean everything leading up to that is kind of more dark Mm -hmm. and i know i've been using the word intense a lot but intense Mm -hmm. and so easter sunday is a very joyful day you will see churches with flowers everywhere and the color white and everything is very pure and airy, I guess I'd describe it as. Yeah. And um it's and again, 
that's another really interesting mass or service to go see. So, how long was the period of time between him dying on the cross and resurrecting? So, yeah, it was two, um, he resurrected two days after, um, he died. So, but you, you can continue now. You give up something during Lent. Yes, that's... Because Jesus fasted. Mm-hmm. And not everyone can fast like Jesus. Not everyone can fast like Jesus, no. <laughs> um, they're also not going to the desert to fast like very Jesus. So, it's true. very different. And I know, especially in the modern world, a lot of what that consists of um, is giving up sweets or, you know, like working on your personality or something like that. It's all really fascinating and it's a long process and it takes a lot to talk about, but... I think that's really it. I mean, as I said a whole episode could just be me talking about the Passover Seder because yeah. it is just the whole thing is so in-depth, which I think is kind of interesting how mm-hmm. you guys, I think very easily those, what is it, three days, the trid- the Easter Triduum. Yeah. Yeah. Could have, I mean, it could have easily been a Seder. We did, I think. It could have easily, like, all been compiled into one or two nights where you go over the whole story and you, like, gather together. Mm-hmm. And, um... I think the Seder very could have easily been broken up into three days. Like, I just think yeah. there are, you know, so many things that coincide with one another. And again, I think it's important to note just in general on this podcast that we kind of are going to be touching the surface of things. I think we will try to get in depth, but every topic will, especially like Passover, yeah. it's so detailed. Like, if you get down to the fine details that it would just take forever mm-hmm. to go through and talk about. And so we're just trying yeah. to give you some overview. Yeah, of there's a lot what of things be like. we'll lightly touch on that we may come back to in depth in other episodes. Especially these first episodes, I want to start off pretty light and kind yeah. of going over the basics, but I think this is really mm-hmm. relevant right now, especially because, you know, I just went through my second Ash Wednesday ever yeah (laughs) and we are currently in lent and yeah the first sunday actually today march 10th is the first sunday of lent so thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode